This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. There was this big curve on one of the roads, and I slammed into a tree, and the, the, the running, running board. board wouldn't let you get out the door. And I, I remember you being furious. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like that you disregarded my safety and <laughs> ran me into a tree, and I could have got hurt. Welcome to Fast Lane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Welcome to Fast Lane Family. We've got a big show today, Amanda. Yes. Two reasons. Yes. I've got Del Jr. on as guest, and we've got a great offer. So our partner, Charlie Soap, has a really super deal. Everybody likes a deal, right? Everybody likes a bargain. So we've been asking people to try the product, and this is going to make it even easier to try it because we're yes. going to give you a discount. So if you go to charliesoap.com and you purchase a sampler pack, and you can use the discount code Dale Jr. Now spell that right because a lot of people don't. D-A-L-E-J-R. You'd be surprised at the people that spell it out. Put that code in at checkout and you get 15% off the sampler pack. The sampler pack has a lot. I think they've got six products. This is like four of their products. You got the laundry powder that you can try. Um, they also make the laundry liquid, which is also included in there. And um, both of those will be about four to five loads worth. Of laundry. Perfect to, to get a, a trial. Yeah. yeah. To get a good feel. Um, they also have a sample size of their indoor outdoor surface cleaner and another sample size of the kitchen and bath household cleaner. So you'd be all set up. And that's, I mean, that's almost every product that they make. So it's a really good pack to try. You get 15% off, get a chance to test out the products, and then, you know, you can tell us what you like and, or, you know, tell Charlie Soap what you like and don't like. And when you do like it, because I know you will like it if you give it a try, then you can commit and, and purchase the full size on their website. You can always purchase the products directly from charliesoap.com. And they also have the retail locator on there where you can find a store in your area. So I promise you'll love it. Take advantage of the opportunity. Everybody loves a bargain. And here's your time. All right. Big show today. Look at this crowd all here for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people out there. They're happy. <laughs> I'm here with my brother and boss man, Dell Jr., and we have the largest crowd for Fastlane Family recording ever. It's funny that you call me a boss man because we're actually part owners in this company. And I know. When I said, well, when we were talking on, you tweeted something the other day, and everybody was like, boss man, ain't y'all partners? And I was like, well, I guess we are, but never even thought about it like that, but you still call me boss man. I really appreciate that. Well, I do because, you know, what... what <laughs> Makes what, me feel important. <laughs> Well, see, what people don't know is we're partners in just the one aspect of Junior Motorsports. Oh, yes. But I also work for you under the Dell Junior, the DJ Holdings umbrella and all your cup activities. And, yeah, you know, so true. ultimately, mm. you know, you are my boss. Cool. I in, like it. Yeah, some fashion. So, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you like it. I, I'm boss lady. You're boss man. <laughs> and um, I'm boss lady to the rest of the people here. Yep. So, everybody you know, yeah, Everybody everybody yeah. needs a boss. We know. You know what? We know that you're the boss lady. Oh, okay. You have Good. everyone's respect. Good. I'm glad that that is yep. um, you are clear the, and out of the way. It is clear. Good. So, uh, big win this week, Pocono. I know. I right? still can't believe it. Um, still excited? Yeah. Just overwhelmed, really. I, my head was spinning in Victor Lane just thinking about uh, how great this year's been. And I don't really get overwhelmed too often uh, by things and uh, – but this this per, this win particularly uh, just clarifies that we are definitely, you know, haven't haven't we have arrived, if you will, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so it's serious. It is. It's got serious, <laughs> dang it. And I um, so yeah, I'm really overwhelmed by this one. The other one we sort of got lucky because of the debris and Brad and all that. So when we won that race, that was like, oh, crazy. Got kind of got a gift, but this one we won outright, and it just is serious, man. So uh, getting overwhelmed. 
but that's a good thing. So, you know, it's a good, good, good reason to be overwhelmed. So we really haven't calmed down or come off of cloud nine yet. We'll go to Watkins Glen. I think it all settle in, and we'll get back to work. But yeah. pretty, pretty special. You uh, said something there about luck, and I think you know you got to be lucky to be talented. I mean, luck plays a part. I think in every yeah. race, you know, at some point. So. Yeah, I know that when <laughs> Steve was really adamant after during that Victor, during Victor Lane talking about, man, you know, I'm glad we won this in the way we did. That last one everybody was saying was a gift, and I really didn't feel that strongly about it, but it meant a lot to him. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I'm like you, I, we were we ran. You know, if you run well, you put yourself in position to win. That's right. what we did. You were running second in the last race. You were in position yep. to take advantage of a That's handicap that ex- Brad had. So. Exactly. Yeah. So yep. I didn't feel that way about it, but he felt real strongly about it. So yeah. good for Steve. Yeah. So this is the first time I got to congratulate you in person because we haven't seen each other since you got home on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, people think that we're like joined at the hip. We talk all the time. Well, and you know, we text and carry on, but. They're, they'll be surprised that it's Tuesday and it's um, 2 o'clock and this is the first time I've seen you yep. in person. You have a lot of responsibilities and your kids and everything I else. Know. And so I can't come down and party yeah, and hang out. <laughs> everybody's got so many responsibilities, not like the old days when we would just... Go out on a boat on a Monday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I was talking about that the other day. I'm working, I work more now than I ever did. Yeah. Looking at my schedule and always thinking about when we might be able to go take a couple of days off, me and Amy, but be till the end of the year hey lw and i look at that too we're trying to take a couple of days for us and it's like you wait and go do something with the kids do you do something for yourself school starts so you know it's, Every, everybody's yeah. life is that way yep. that's the way it is so you know looking back and talking about going out on the boat on mondays when we were just a 10 person organization i was flipping through uh, some scrapbook pages i did over the weekend and organizing my room and come across our first christmas party <laughs> there were 13 of us and that included you know girlfriends spouses boyfriends whatever it yeah. was so i wanted to you know talk briefly about the year jrm has had and um, since we started in 2006 and not there's been enough talk about why we feel like we're being successful but really I want to know you know what it means to you because you had a vision for this in 2006 when we started junior motorsports and and really just relishing in you know what we are accomplishing well if I can be selfish I think that um, being an owner in the series or in the sport is another way to give back or be a part of it and be relevant and have an impact and leave a mark and so I really like that we're running well and doing doing all these things on the racetrack because I I I want to leave a mark and not just as a driver I want to have an imp- have made an impact and a, and a difference and I feel like that we do that and we're doing that with our uh, involvement in the series and the nationwide series so we've always you know and we've made an impact in drivers' lives and all the mechanics and people that have come through here and been able to take their their career to the next step and the next level there's so many rewards personally and uh you know you the trophies and the money and the you know and trying to be successful as a business is is one thing but the best rewards for me and this is the way it's always been is to really see somebody strive and like uh for example you know brad's a great example of how he came in worked here and then went on to the next level we've got engineers and crew chiefs and all kinds of people that have done that through through our shop and those are the real trophies, the real rewards, and I feel like that through throughout all this, as hard as the work's been at times to keep going and get you know get from one year to the next, we are leaving a mark. We're making an impression, and this is something that not only me and you can be proud of, but everybody that works here has a lot of pride in it. A lot of the people that have been 
worked here and moved on, have a lot of pride and, and still have a personal connection to this place. So we're doing it right, and I think yeah. that it's fun. Uh, and we're we're fair, and I think people enjoy having us a part of the series. I think people enjoy having JR Motorsports in the series, all the other Junior teams. Junior Motorsports. Junior Motorsports, yeah. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting better at that. So... <laughs> Um, so talking about making an impact in people's lives, uh, let's talk about Josh Berry for mm -hmm. a minute because, um, you definitely, Josh started his first nationwide race this past weekend at Iowa. And I know your response is positive because I got a text that says, Hey, we want to, you know, try to put him in more races when sure. we can, obviously, uh, wanting to put sponsorship around here, but, you know, talk briefly just about Josh and, you know, that as another example of what you're talking about, we just can't put these people on our trophy shelf though. That's the problem. Our uh, trophies. Yeah, no. <laughs> I have always, I miss racing in the late model series. I miss racing at Myrtle Beach and, and I-95 and Nashville Fairgrounds. And I remember when we would go run there, it was me, you'd get you and whoever buddies could go. And, you you know, the job was simple enough that you could just take a friend and say, hey, man, you know, this is what you're going to do. Help me out. Um, and it was really easy. Uh, pick, getting the car ready and, you know, maintaining the car was relatively simple. And yeah, you did, you maintained mine. Yeah, so. I built a car. <laughs> and yours. I built Kelly a car from the ground up. I built I built race cars a car way back in the day, believe yep. it or not. Yep. And um, a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't believe that, but uh, I need a connection to that series and that level of competition, and and I need a I need that as an outlet to really live vicariously through those guys that are like, like Josh that are driving in that series for us and William. So uh, and they're successful. It's it's hard. It's competitive. We've worked really hard to get better to where we can go and win races and win track championships. Uh, LW has been a big part of that and helping us get better there. He brought in a lot of new ideas, and he hasn't he isn't as hands on with it now, but he doesn't have to be. He's ra he's sort of raised Josh into the guy that can handle all of those type of things now, and he doesn't have to be so hands on. But um, LW was a big part of helping us get our late model program in a better situation to where they could be more competitive. Bringing in a guy like Josh was a little bit of a gamble, but you you know you you can afford to go and run a couple races and see what the kids got, see if you want to you know add to it and continue to grow and that's what we did and it's awesome to be able to take that that guy and and see it all the way through and get him into a nationwide car even if it's just once we did that with Richard Boswell yep. being able to take Boswell to Memphis was a great achievement I felt like in for our company as and to be able to take guys and kind of help them get up and get through the ranks so uh, we had a big success to be able to take josh to iowa he ran well he did everything that i thought we could ask from from him so he drove smart ernie did a good job sort of coaching him through that process and taking care of him uh, the whole team really was excited about it yeah. all the guys rallied around it so i hope that um, we have some races open on the number five car for the rest of the year there's only a few you probably know particularly what those are and we'd love to run josh again we just got to find a partner that's interested in being part of that and um, he has all the potential to make it. We just need to get the opportunity to fund it. And if we can do that, I think that we'll see him rise on up. Yep, that would be great. He did excellent, in my opinion, from you know, being out there and uh, you know thinking to the story of taking him to Motor Mile and just working on you know the inside of the car and all the gadgets and buttons. And obviously, I'm not a driver, so I'm just calling them gadgets yeah. and buttons. But you know, getting the feel of it and acclimated and the braking and coming in on pit road and all those kinds of things yeah. that they you, made know, a big you don't think about 
that he hasn't experienced. Yeah, though they made you know? a big deal out of him not yeah. having pitted the car, but yeah. he ran the pit stop car here he for did. years. Yeah. So he had a he had an inkling of what he was getting himself yeah. into. He knew when he was in the box correctly yeah. and when he wasn't and how that affects the crew. So Yeah. So we'll switch gears uh, a little and, and we'll put the racing behind us and just uh, I want to talk about a lot of different things. So first right. off, I'm going to talk about Twitter. Okay. I think that's maybe why we have such a crowd. Dale's right. out <laughs> tweeting today. But, you know, leading up to your presence on Twitter, you know, you kind of shun social media in general. And I know you did some private social media yeah. things within a small group of friends, but the Facebook and, and uh, of course, you know, you were on MySpace way back in the day. Yeah. Uh, it just wasn't, social media wasn't popular back then. So I wanted to ask you from a Twitter perspective, have you almost tweeted something or have you tweeted something that you went ouch when you sent the button, sent, pushed the send button? Not really <laughs> ouch. There or oops. Yeah, not really <laughs> yet. I know I probably will. I'm going to definitely stick my foot in my mouth eventually. And that you you it's going to happen. Yeah. You can do it in you do it in normal life situations. Yep. You're going to do it on Twitter. There are times when th- I get too active, I feel. <laughs> and I have to sort of pull the reins and go, "All right, man, you got to calm down. You're going overboard here cuz you know, I don't. I don't want to come across as a yappy yap kind right. of guy and and just uh, blabbering about everything and and so I get a little nervous that I might be overdoing it sometimes because we we there's so much out there already. You know, yeah. we're, we're broadcasting all. You know, we're we're broadcasting 24/7 something yeah. about us yeah. and so there's plenty of information out there and I really don't want to oversaturate it. But I enjoy interacting with the fans. We used to go years ago and have autograph sessions all over the place. You'd be at a Walmart or you might be at a gas station or wherever they sent you. Budweiser would send you all over the place. And AC Delco, we was doing all kinds of autograph sessions. We don't do those anymore. And we there was a level of communication missing um, with the fans that uh, the interaction and uh, communication was that was missing that I used to experience. And I think that Twitter is that perfect avenue you know for that perfect line of communication for us and i can open up and share and talk and everybody's very positive i worried about it being real negative i worried about everybody being real critical and if you had an opinion people just jumping down your throat because i talked to jimmy johnson for about two years about it and he would go on and on about (laughs) how man you know it's great but it's got the you know there's a bad side and blah blah blah. and i was like well i don't know if i want to introduce that into my life yeah but it's been completely it's been 99.9 percent positive and uh i have a I swear I have a feeling that Twitter has some kind of filter on my account <laughs> so I don't see any bad stuff but uh or I don't have to get anything from the haters but I have seen a few and it's pretty funny you kind of laugh yeah. at most of them because they're very haters are very creative most yeah. people in general when they're on Twitter they get creative with their way they express themselves and yeah. it's pretty fun I've learned so much though about people in general how supportive my fans are I thought I knew how supportive they were, voting us the most popular driver for all these years and coming to the track. And, you know, when you take the lead, you see them jump up and get excited, and they, you see them cheering for you at the driver's intros. But you get one-on-one interaction with them on Twitter, and when you have a good race or a bad race, they're there no matter what. They're sticking behind you, and yeah. you'll be like, man, I don't feel good about this finish. I'm embarrassed, or I don't like how I ran. And they're like, don't worry, you and Steve, you're going to get it. That helps you take it not so personal. Yeah, it does. So it makes you get right back on the horse and go again. Yeah. Where you're, you know, you're, it makes you more excited about probably getting back out there. Yeah. Instead of like, uh, man, we got to go back out there and redeem ourselves. You're you're like, hi, man, they didn't, you know, they understand. Everybody's okay, right. It's going to be up and down. Everything's cool. Everybody's happy. It's going to be all right. 
you find that they're probably paying more attention than you maybe thought they were because they're watching the race the same. Mm -hmm. So they're seeing the things that are happening and you're not having to explain to them the, yeah. the bad day or whatever. And they're, you know, I know, but right I like there. having that avenue to do that, and yeah. I try. I have to be careful too because I'm sitting there talking to Steve in the holler a lot of times, and sometimes I'll show him the tweets before I tweet them out, and I'll be like, "Mandy, <laughs> see anything okay? in here you don't <laughs> like, or is this information okay?" Yeah. Um, I don't take pictures of our race cars and stuff like that yeah. because I don't know whether that's okay and whether you know Hendrick's okay with that or whatever. So you got to be careful and particular and mindful yeah. about what you're what you're tweeting, especially when it comes to pictures, but. I try to have fun and, and be genuine. People have always really appreciated honesty, being genuine, so that's all you got to be. Yeah. I know what you're saying because a lot of times on Twitter you'll see people saying, you know, well, everybody quit talking about the weather. Okay, yes, it's raining or yes, it's cold. And so I'll sit there and think about, uh, you know, you're riding on the road and you do want to say, man, this rain sucks. And you're like, yeah, but that's kind of stupid. Why would I say that, I know. right? Yeah. And I've stopped myself. I was actually at one of the late model races, and there's a Hendrick Cars car at Hickory. And uh, I felt that they were representing themselves in a way that I didn't think that, that Hendrick cars might want to be represented. And I couldn't, f I, I sat there and I typed something and I typed something and I typed something. And I was like, I just can't get this right in how many other characters that right. you can get on Twitter. So I'm just going to stop right. <laughs> and be the end. Yeah, I do that <laughs> and too. And not get your point across. <laughs> I do that too. I know ha I have tweeted a lot of, I have wrote a lot of tweets that I never, that yeah. I didn't send. Yeah. And I'll show them to Amy. One in particular was very funny. I guess I can talk about it now, but when, <laughs> uh, yeah, when Orlando Bloom apparently swung and missed at Justin Bieber, it was like two weeks ago, it was all over TMZ, Yeah, and I thought it was funny to say I've had a few disappointments in life, but none like when I woke up and heard Orlando missed, <laughs> and uh, I thought that was just very funny, I don't really have anything against Justin Bieber, I don't even know the guy, but. I said, Hogue, you should tweet this. I'm not going to tweet it. You tweet it, and I'll live vicariously through your tweet. And like, so what people say about it. I think you it. did that to me once about Chase and Elvis. You're like, here, tweet this. Yes. <laughs> there was a picture. Yeah, whatever it was. I have this. Uh, I'm a huge Elvis fan, right? So and yeah, you wanted to Chase and Elvis look alike. Chase looks just like Elvis, like a young Elvis. And I was like, you know, I got, I, and I made this picture of Chase and Elvis, and they both have their faces sort of angled the same way, and they both about the same age, and I swear I showed it to you, and you're yeah. like, wow, yeah, they do look alike. And I was like, I want to tweet it, but I don't want people to think I'm weird. Yeah, and you're so like, so why don't you tweet it? You tweet it. I'm like, well, I don't want people to think I'm weird. <laughs> yeah. So be weird at more weirder coming yeah. for me right. tweeting about Chase. Because we just hired yes. him. I didn't want yeah, people to I think know. I was obsessed with Chase. So. Right, yeah. So, yeah, you, you <laughs> have that stuff on Twitter. Yeah. He's, a, he's funny, though. He, he played basketball with us last night. We had a basketball game, and. It's awesome being around Chase. Yeah, He's a good guy. so you're getting lot, yeah. to know him like it. Yes. Know, that way, that's cool. So on Twitter, we have Throwback Thursdays, and uh, you've tweeted out some awesome pictures of uh -huh. our family pictures. And you've always been very nostalgic, like the historical things. Super duper. But I think in the last couple of years, that appreciation of history has really turned about our family. Yeah. And, and we've been scanning Memoir and Hearts pictures from Papa Ralph yeah. and their families and, and all of our pictures that we're scanning now of our family, the few that we have, they just didn't take pictures when we were kids uh -huh. like we take pictures now. So I was curious, kind of what do you see in the last couple of years that evolved that focus to our family and the historical nature of our family and just wanting to learn more and know more and put out more? Where does that come from? You, you know, know I, yeah, I went to, I got on Ancestry.com and I've talked about this for yeah. the last couple of years yeah. and told the told our uh, fan base about it and all that stuff where I, I really 
I don't know. I guess I kind of just woke up. It almost happened overnight where I got, I was like, you know, I don't know anything about my family past Ralph. I don't know Ralph's right. daddy, who he was, what he did. And I never wondered why I wasn't curious. But <laughs> um, all of a sudden I was like, oh, well, I'll figure out who these people were. And it turned out to be relatively easy to get that information and kind of get an, a picture, with, you know, a face with a name. Yeah. I went several generations back and was able to go to these uh, graveyards and stuff. Me and you, I think me and Mama went riding around one day and looking at some of the graves from like Ralph's father, Ralph's grandfather. Yeah. And so to, to really be able to put, sort of put a person with that name and, and understand who they were as much as you possibly could, we actually got an expert to do a little work for us behind the scenes and he was able to uncover tons of information. You know, you get to a point, though, after about 10 generations where the information is very, it's, it's difficult to believe. Yeah. And it's not that it sounds too good to be true. It's just like you don't, don't know really how that stuff can be documented. And it take it take a long time really to, to know the truth and know for 100% sure this is where we, our ancestors came from. Uh, our, we were from Germany in right. a particular town in Germany. And I'd love to know what that town is so I, we can go there. I want to go there to visit and our ancestors came from Germany over to Philadelphia and Pennsylvania and they were up there for several several generations and then they they came down south and split into two groups in Salisbury and Concord and then uh, to, to where we are today but um, doing all that research I definitely got this new found appreciation for my family's history yeah. and who these people are and now we went to Mamaw's house and she had these huge old Little Caesars pizza boxes <laughs> of pictures like oh pictures of who knows who who knows who these people are right only memo right and for lack of you know I might sound insensitive but I don't know how else to explain it but I don't know how much longer we're going to be fortunate enough to have memo around yep. and as while her memory's very good and while she's of great health it'd be great to get this information on who these pictures are and who's in them and I tried to get you to understand how time sensitive this was and how important it would be to me and you and yeah. our uncles and aunts and our our kids or and uh, this information was going to become lost and hard to document yep. once you know once memo's gone because she's she was around she in a lot of these right. yeah so uh you know that this history you know you just keep getting more and more interested in it the more you find out about it and you're seeing pictures of ralph that you never saw before you're seeing these pictures of dad uh, from 78, 77, 79 as a, at home in, yeah. in his, in his own environment, in his own comfort space. And you're seeing a different side of yeah. him that you don't really remember as a kid. You know, there's memories are just hard to retain. Yeah. So, uh, it's just great. And it's fun to share. Twitter's a great platform to be able to share that stuff. Hey, look at this. You know, I bet nobody's seen this picture and this is us then. And this is, you know, it just puts a little bit of a human side to it. Yeah. So I enjoy that. I'm having fun finding more out about what we're all about. I guess we're, um, like, eight generations ago, our family were gunsmiths. And all kinds. They had all kinds of different, there was ton, they owned tons of land at one point, all through Kannapolis and Cabarrus County, and just crazy stuff. Yeah. What I think is interesting about that is, like, nowadays, I always get really nervous about taking pictures at our, when we do family functions and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, because I'm like, okay, People take your picture enough, and oh, my picture yeah. particularly. Well, well, when we're when we're all at family stuff, you know, Aunt Kathy always at my mom's is like, okay, families, get in here and take the pictures, yeah. and you're like dragging everybody, and everybody's like mm -hmm. rolling their eyes and all. But you know, you have to keep into perspective 
that those same memories that you appreciate from 50 years ago, somebody's going to appreciate the memories of today in yep. 50 years, you right. know, whether it's your kids, my kids, or their kids, or whoever it is. Yep. So I'm always, you know, I like to, to take the pictures and have those memories. It's but very important. I feel, yeah, I'll, I, sometimes I feel intrusive because it's like you get your picture made all the time and everybody rolls their eyes at you and the kids are like, you know, another picture, we got to yeah. do this. And, and then you're looking for pictures with people and you can't find them. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so talk about, ha- have, have any of the pictures in particular sparked any good childhood memories? Because I've shared a lot of childhood memories on Ask Kelly questions and stuff through my podcast. And you, you have the better memory than I do. So is there anything? I know there's one story you always tell about your fourth birthday. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I can't <laughs> shake that one. But uh, I can't remember. I can't, you know, it's a lot I can't remember. And right. for some reason that one's just stuck. But I remember on my fourth birthday, Dad rolling in on top of a Tonka truck. That was uh, one of these giant Tonka trucks, but it was like a dump dump truck or something. And he was in black jeans and a white T-shirt, like they would, you know, you would wear back then. He looked like kind of like a Fonz guy, Fonzie. with a brown belt. He was like Fonzie without the jacket, and he had the same, you know, black hair slicked up, and he, you know, he had a very thin mustache back then. But uh, he was much younger looking. And uh, I just remember that moment because I, he wasn't really around a whole lot. He was always off racing and, and with his buddies running wild and running hard. And uh, I didn't think he was supposed to be there that day. And he showed up. And um, I think that was exactly around the time that maybe him and mom were starting to split up. Yeah. So there was, a, there was a part of me that remembers not seeing them together in the same place often. Right. So for them to come together on that day was really special to me. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that and don't remember other parts. I see pictures of us in Halloween costumes with our with our cousin Tony Jr. I see us hanging out with her. You know, I remember I, I, there's this one, I guess there's a series of po- photos that we have from like 1978 or 79 where we're having a Christmas yeah. family gathering. Yeah, I remember that. I don't. Yeah. Where yeah. everyone, our aunts, uncles, cousins, yep. mamma, were at dad's lake house and yep. they hardly did it like that we always went to mamaw's house and for some reason dad and Teresa opened up the house and let everybody come and i don't even know if dad and Teresa were together then but i don't remember that but i like the i'm looking at these pictures going you know damn i wish i remembered what we did that night or remember the particular moments but the pictures really uh really are fun to look at and and i look forward to uh being able to share more and more of those and and i know that you're in the middle of doing a lot of the heavy lifting and documenting those pictures and putting them on disc for all of us to enjoy all yeah. of our family i know you gave gave uncle danny a, a drive with a lot of stuff on it and so we really appreciate that and uh i know that um that means a lot to everybody so it's pretty cool yeah we're i'm trying to get them out to all the cousins now i've got the aunts and uncle mm-hmm. and so then we'll push out to the cousins um on that so some of those pictures you haven't shared yet uh, a good many football pictures in there of you playing out in the front yard, uh, <laughs> yeah. kicking footballs. and uh, There's one that I can't wait to send <laughs> where I'm kicking the football, but it appears I've missed. You missed. <laughs> That's the one I'm thinking of. That's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. So, you know, um, as the big sister, <laughs> there was no inkling in my mind that you were going to be a race car driver. Really? Whatsoever. Hmm. I don't know if I thought you were going to be a football player necessarily, but you really loved football. And, you know, you were totally excited on birthdays when you got the helmets and Mm -hmm. you were playing football out in the yard with our neighbor boys and stuff like that. And and part of the reason that I really don't – you were really shy, you know, really timid Mm -hmm. as a a kid. And um, so I just didn't think that, you know, you had the the grit to be a race car driver. But you played with matchbox cars like crazy on those old braided rugs. 
but probably some of the things that sealed the deal on the whole whether you were going to be a race car driver to me or not was this is where I get to yeah, be the big sister, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of you. I'm right. laughing with you, okay. not at you. Yeah. No, but, you know, the time we rode the goat cart and backed it into the wire. In I the drove it straight up the wire. <laughs> We didn't back it up to the wire. I, I thought we backed it, it in one time because forward. my back was shot after that. It could that. go forward, not backwards. <laughs> so this was a goat cart that our dad, our, actually our Papa Ralph built, and then our dad brought home for us to tool around in the driveway with. And the other time was, this is where I remember this happening, but I don't remember the end reaction of it. But dad bought me this old Volkswagen Beetle yeah. out of the junkyard. Yep. And we rode it around on the logging roads on the farm out um, now where Dale Hunt Incorporated is. And there was this big curve on one of the roads and I slammed into a tree and the, the, the running, running board, board, you know, wouldn't let you get out the door. And I, I remember you being furious. Yeah. I mean, furious with me. Yeah. And you weren't ever going to ride with me again. No. <laughs> I felt like that you disregarded my safety and <laughs> ran me into a tree, and I could have got hurt. I was like, don't drive crazy. Don't drive crazy. We were having a blast driving that thing all over the property, and we would run for hours just yeah. running around in this Volkswagen doing nothing. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I was like, don't drive crazy, and you were getting more and more and more aggressive and careless in my <laughs> mind, and we slammed into a tree, and I could, I wanted to get out. I was like, And we were pretty far away. I know. I was like, like, I'm walking back to the, the barn. with you. I'm not riding with you anymore. I told you not to do that, and you're laughing and making it worse. I'm, I'm make, still making laughing. me ang more angry. But uh, I don't have a lot of stories where I can gloat, so that's yeah. probably one of the few. And I couldn't drive a stick, so I couldn't drive it. Because as a kid, as a big sister, I was kind of scared of you. You always scared, scared me. Scared of me? Yes, because you scared me all the time. You would just hide Oh, like, places. I still do that, Amy. I know. <laughs> I hate that. You did that when we were kids. You'd be on the other side of my bed in my bedroom. I'd walk in my bedroom door and then... Yeah. Bam. I know. And I can't stand to get scared. So you still do that to Amy? Yes, all the time. Every right every single day I scare the hell out of her. LW does that to me too. It's fun. Something about when a guy she comes thing. into the I house. I can't stand it. Yeah, when she comes in the house, I'm I'm <laughs> my first instinct's hide. <laughs> hide to scare her. Oh well. Let's see, you haven't grown up in that regard, nope. so that'll never change. It's too it's easy. Easy fun. I know. I I was thinking, you know, because, you know, you're in a famous light and in the limelight, people think that that's kind of how it's always been as kids, as, as when we were growing up. But we were just, you know, we were typical kids. We yeah. had chores and rules and yeah. all those kind of things. And I remember stories of us. Um, we would eat dinner a lot by ourselves, and we didn't have a lot of family dinners. Yeah. Dad was usually out on the farm working or if they were traveling or whatever. And we would, like, scrape our food back into the pots on the stove because we didn't want to eat the peas or yeah. something like that. We'd <laughs> wait until we thought nobody was coming down the hall and be like, put your peas back. Yeah. I'll put your peas back right now. We used to get <laughs> – she used to make – Teresa used to make us eat chicken pot pies. I just hated <laughs> chicken pot pies so bad. It was those ones you'd microwave. Yeah. God. I think that's why the I things we did, to this day. The links that we went to try to get out of eating all that stuff. And we had – we weren't allowed to have sugar, sugar. <laughs> and si and so we didn't get the fun cereal like our friends did. We had right. to eat Popeyes. Which we ate puffed wheat. Puffed wheat yes. in a bag. Yes. We would just pour packs and packs of NutraSweet all over it to try to make it edible. Yeah. I remember that too. And then, and so when they would leave us money, Teresa, she would go grocery shopping, and then we'd get the groceries that she wanted us to have. And then, like if Mama Arnhardt or one of our relatives would stay with us while they were gone. Um, they would, she would always leave, you know, money for a special instance or whatever. We'd get them to take us to the grocery store and buy stuff yeah. <laughs> that we wanted. Yep. And then Teresa would be like, where'd you spend all the money? 
And we're like, ooh, the grocery store. We get in trouble. Yep. Yeah. I remember um, your favorite thing to do when we get home from school was go home. We'd get as soon as we get home, you would go into the kitchen and cut a lemon in half and get the salt shaker and eat a lemon. I was just thinking about lemons, and you know what that's done to my teeth these uh-huh. days? Yeah, I've had to get them like coated in because yeah. I see. Um, and I and why it does it? Why it eats lemons? You know, we all yeah. think it's funny and laugh because they they pucker up. That, and I think about I try that. to do it now, yeah. and I can't. You can't hardly eat one. It's so. Kids can do that. I know. I remember yeah. I would follow suit and do it, too. And I think we just sit there and eat lemons all day. Yeah. And uh, I can't do it now. I tried. <laughs> it's, it's too hard. Oh, gosh. And you hid your cereal bowls under your bed. and Yeah, I was just so damn lazy. I didn't feel like taking them upstairs. Mm-hmm. We got moved downstairs together. Yeah. I lived upstairs. You lived upstairs right across the hall from Dad. And then we were moved downstairs, <laughs> uh, and which I thought was great. Um, because we, we basically were um, kind of on our own. a little more freedom, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but you'd be lazy about taking up the cereal bowls and stuff. So I'd have cere- I'd have five or six bowls under my bed by the time the week was over with. I know, and you didn't. I mean, you didn't mind getting in trouble. You just it just seemed like I, you know, I was going to be in trouble like anyways. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like getting in trouble. I didn't either, but it just I couldn't avoid it. <laughs> it just so, happened. Yeah. It just happened. So you're turning forty in two months. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm scared that y'all are going to overwhelm me. Well, you had Elvis and Marilyn Monroe at your 30th birthday. So, what could we overwhelm you with? Like, what or what are your expectations? I'm just nervous that it's going to be embarrassing, or I'm going to get uh, roasted, or uh, oh, we, you know what happens is like I know this is going to. I don't know how this is going to sound, but <laughs> like when all these people show up, like Mike Helton yeah. was at my 30th yeah. birthday party. Yeah. When all those people, when people like that, like take their time out of their schedule to come see you, you get. You feel like you can't show enough appreciation. Yeah, like you owe them something, yeah. right? Yeah. That's a weird feeling. So um, I'm 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 expecting tons and tons of that. <laughs> but I hope it's fun. Whatever happens, whether it's just two or three of us hanging out, or whether it's a whole shindig, I don't. Uh, well, I just really brought it up because I needed um, birthday gift I'm ideas. Real nervous. Oh, I don't need anything. <laughs> You're the hardest person in the I world know. to buy gifts for i know i like you know i've got i'd say you'll have to start your gift list for us (laughs) i'd say get me some asics but i think i've got them all oh my gosh yeah did you can your closet do you have any more space in your closet for run out of run out of room can't get yeah so in looking back on the 40 years that you have lived um, not that you remember all of them i think about and i'm gonna be 42 i'll go ahead and put it out there and is there anything that you can think about that you may that you wish you might have done differently i know you know the old adage you don't have any regrets but for me i wish i would have know now how to be a better parent when I have my first child. Not that I think I've been a bad parent, yeah. but I know things you know, now yeah. that I wish I would have instituted with my 13-year-old that I can now do with Wyatt. Yep. You know? so. I think there's there's things in life that I regret being a part of, some decisions. I regret being a part of the decision or making the decision to remove Tony Sr. as my crew chief, uh, for one. You know, and, and there's things like that in life where you go, I shouldn't have done that or I shouldn't have supported that. I'd be in a better place if I'd appreciated this or appreciated that particular person or the situation I was in. So, yeah, there's a lot of that. I don't really dwell on it too much. But talking about being a better parent or, or you know things now that you wish yeah. you knew then, I do that all the time with racing. My biggest, my daydream, which happens about, I mean, it happens more often than any anything else, is if I could go back in time with all the things that I know about racing now and apply them, and apply them to, like, go help dad like in 1979 with all the all the things that i know now (laughs) like i could be the smartest guy in the sport people would be amazed at all these things i would do that are cars and they'd be like damn this guy 
He's the greatest. He is smart. Yeah. I'd love to go back in time with the information I have now. I think I don't know why I think that's interesting, but I do I think about that all the time. Like, man, if we could take, you know, this and man, they didn't know anything about a certain downforce do or right, certain right. way to do something, man, I could have revolutionized the sport. <laughs> You could have been that person. Yeah. But instead, it's just happened through it many of people. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything that, because we, we lost our dad earlier than we would have wanted to, is there anything that you would want to do with him that you didn't get to do in looking back on that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff that would have been way more cooler if he had been there to be a part of it. I know I really relied on him a lot with, with relationship advice and what he thought about the particular girl I might have been seeing at the time. I really... He helped me, and he always helped you. And sometimes you didn't even know it. Yeah, yeah. He was def. He was very direct with. No kidding. Yes. <laughs> right. So you know that. Yeah, of course. Who am I talking to? But uh, I'd like to. I think that he would like Amy. Yeah. And I wish that they had. Uh, this will probably make her cry, but I wish that they got to meet so that he could. Just, I mean, I think that not that he not not that uh, he would be proud of me but I think that he would you know appreciate the person she is and uh, they would get along I yeah, think yeah they get along really good whereas most most of the girls that I dated while he was alive I don't think I I really uh impressed him too much <laughs> with the choices that I made but um I know where you're going there because I say that to LW I think um you know LW would be totally the kind of guy that would get along with dad right. you know being an outdoor and hunter and mm -hmm. and just I mean really LW's mannerisms a lot remind me of dad yep. and you know they say sometimes you get paired up with people like that and yep. that's how it happens but I feel the same way you I think about dad in those instances of what would he be saying or you know how would he uh, man, take something like that you it know? happens a lot yeah. where I wonder I wonder man you what know, would dang, his opinion I, be I need his opinion <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh and I, you know I think I would like and people tell me and I, I you know it's, I, I feel bad saying it sometimes because I feel like that I'm I don't want people to think I'm re I'm reaching for attention or attention or I need or a right. assurance that yeah. he would be proud of me. Yeah. I don't really need that, but I would like to know what he thinks yeah. about my racing. Yeah. I would love to know what he thinks about the choices I made yeah. when he wasn't here to help me make those choices. Yeah. You know, did I did, he he wouldn't like some, he'd like some others. And he always told me when I drove a good race or when I didn't and that was always fun to hear. I miss that too. I miss yeah. sort of getting that affirmation from him on whether we were doing it right or wrong. Yeah. Well, he you definitely know. didn't mind sparing you whether it was right or wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. You know, he was very good at telling me, Tony Jr. and Tony Sr. what direction yeah. we were going in. Yeah. What he thought about it. Yeah. It was um, a lot of times his way or the highway mm -hmm. kind of direction. <laughs> yeah. I uh, will go to restaurants and he, he would always be like, okay, you sit here, you sit here, you sit here, you do this, yeah. you do that. It was kind of... Um, I'm just really, yeah. Are you ever, are you real, like, one thing that I do is when we, uh, especially on Twitter, I try, you know, some of the throwback pictures usually have Dad in them. Yeah. And I like to, I think, I know that our, I know that the people that follow me on Twitter are probably very uh, fond of my father and probably don't mind seeing the pictures, but sometimes I don't send a picture of Dad and I'll try to find something unrelated to him right you ever do that like because yeah. you feel like that you're sort like of like it's just too much too yeah. much yeah, <laughs> yeah. i do yeah. that too sometimes i, f I kind of struggle with where the line is and but at the same time i'm like man i mean he's my dad i want to yeah. i want to celebrate it yeah you know i want to i'm proud of the heritage and him 
You know, well, you and your dad on the beach is no different than you know Amanda and her dad on the beach. Except your dad was Dale Earnhardt, and he right. was you yeah. know, loved by a millions of exactly. people. And so, yeah, you there's no wrong in sharing that or whatever. I agree. Yeah, it's, yep. uh, I have to tell my. I have to remind. Have to keep reminding yourself of that. that. Yep. Yeah. Oh gosh, we've covered a lot of stuff. You've oh, been, I know one other thing I wanted to ask. Yeah, people told me that you were good. They're right. Oh yeah, yep. I'm good. Pretty good. impressed. Cool. So, and I also wanted to know, and you mentioned this earlier because I, I actually anticipated that that you might say that, but what's something on your bucket list that you want to do in the next 20 or 40 years? I want to find out where my ancestors came well, from. Anticipated that as the In answer. Germany, <laughs> and I want to go to that town. Yeah. I want to really get a specific location. Well, you're still looking because you did have that on task for your 40th birthday. Yeah. But we're still I, trying I know. to figure it out. I don't, I, and I, I don't need the street. I mean, whatever information I can get is great, but I, the, just the area, the town, whatever, the district, I don't even know right. what to call them over there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I want to go there and just kind of say, hey, all right, this is where it kind of started. You know, there's a good enough information for me to go up to Philadelphia and Pennsylvania and sort of trace around there and, and, and visit some spots and places. But um, it'd, it'd be great. I've never really officially went to Europe and vacationed there or spent any time yeah. there. And I want to go to Europe sometime in my life just to say I've done it for an extended time. I did go to Monaco to shoot the Jay Z commercial or video, but that we were there for 24 hours right. and gone and working hard. back home. Yeah, yeah we weren't really <laughs> checking things out. But I'd love to go over there and see where we came from. You might have to just wait till you retire, so you can have some extra time on your hands. Uh, it's a long you ways just don't off. have. Don't you just wait. don't have that extra time. Nobody's patient. I'm not patience patient. is not one of our virtues. I was hoping that you would be as impatient about it as I am, because wouldn't you be excited to go over there? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I uh, have conversations with uh, Lawrence, who was with Adidas, who lives in Germany, yeah. and uh, he'll write from time to time, and he's like, when are you guys coming over here? Because yeah. we told him a couple years ago we wanted to come. And yeah. So, I just yeah. got to figure out, I need some help. I need some help from some outside assistance. <laughs> uh, what do I do? I mean, how do I yeah. figure this out? How do out? we get there? Yeah. How do we, what do we I do? I thought we would... I, you know, it's funny because I thought we would find out through the help of the um, professional, the professional yeah. in genealogy, but that process is so it's thorough. It's slow, I know. It's yeah. very thorough. Yeah. It is, and, yeah. Yeah, and we're just really only a couple generations past yeah. Ralph. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's not going to be the avenue to get this done, Yeah. I don't believe. Well, it's so thorough because, he, like you like you said, they want to validate perfe- everything. Yeah, the guy yeah. is perfect. want to make sure and, that you're giving out the right info. perfectly, Yeah. <laughs> You talked a minute about, you know, we talked about. <laughs> very um, thorough. I'm sorry. <laughs> we talked about um, the one of the last notes that I had wrote down was um, you talked about things that you wish, Dad, you could bounce things off or, or mm-hmm. this. But do you ever do that when it comes to racing? Like actually in the race car or on a race win no. when you think about, well, wonder how Dad nope. would handle this or not? No. Nope. Yeah. I always go with my gut. Yeah. I feel I have this confidence in myself that I'm, I never really, he never crosses my mind yeah. when I'm in the car, physically yeah. driving the car. It's really always in those thoughtful yeah. moments on your own by yourself. Yeah. But I, I mean, there are times when ridiculous things happen and I'm like, man, he, he'd, <laughs> he'd be shouting. They slowed the pace down to like 15 miles an hour during the race this past weekend. They've never done that in the history of the sport that I can remember that I've been around it. And I know it was for good reason. They had a big wreck on the back straightaway, and they wanted to give the crew enough time to clean the wreck up and get people out of the way. But I was like, man, you know, those are the times when you think, oh, he wouldn't like this. Yeah. You know? I was just curious because, you know, <laughs> broadcasters, you know, to, to kind of make that emotional attachment and talk about it in their thing, they'll be like, you know, well, they might compare something yeah. to that or whatever. I did hear and no, I was just gonna say. So I wondered if that from from the horse's mouth, if that really ever crossed your mind that no. you know, that was something. So 
Not really. Yeah. I, you know, I'm in the car, I'm driving, I've got, I've been doing it so long yeah. that I'm just like, it's I'm making thing. my decisions yeah, and I'm thing. liking them. Yep, and exactly. Yeah. I thought that in the in car from Pocono this past weekend, and Mom and I were watching outside at the pool Sunday, and we both looked at each other at the same time and went, "Damn, he looks like Dad." Like you could, your headrest was kind of in the way of your mouth. You could see your nose and eyes, and you kept kind of turning. And I was like, yeah. I could see Dad and then see you. See Dad and then see you. It's funny you <laughs> say that because I got an email from my aunt Kay. That her email was specifically about that very thing. Really? She said during that. She saw that yeah, too. Yeah, she said, I saw your old man and you yeah. in those moments after the, you took your helmet off after the win. And I heard that from a couple people. I did too, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's weird. It's very yeah. weird because it, it, start, it kind of started with that tweet. Uh, the text mama sent me that I tweeted out. Yeah. Got a lot of, yeah, that took <laughs> off and got a lot of play. A lot of people got excited that about that. That seems to happen on Twitter with you. I guess we're running up front. And doing it like he was doing it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Seeing some similarities, that's good. Well, cool. Well, this has been fun. I hope you've enjoyed it. Oh, it's over? Yeah. Well, I don't know. How long have we been talking? Well, I enjoyed it, too. Yeah, see, um, People probably could listen to us forever, but yep, I we do have to quit at some point. You do a really good job. Right? You've got a lot of people that are excited about your show. That's been Fast fun. Lane Family, and I believe it's one of the more popular podcasts that we have. Second to the Dale Jr. Dale. I don't know, man, if you're coming on strong. <laughs> this episode is probably just going to blow everything out of the park for Dirty My Radio. Well, I hope people yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing it, and uh, yeah, thanks right. for having me on. You finally you finally uh, invited me on. I was a little <laughs> upset it took us long. <laughs> Felt slighted Uh-oh. just a little bit. Gosh, you're sounding like some other people I run into out there. Like, <laughs> when are you going to ask me to be on your podcast? I'm like, hey, I only do one a week. This is where it's at, though. <laughs> Back everybody, or down. Everybody wants to be on They'll the start Fast lining Lane up now. They'll yep. start lining up That's out right. the door. All right. Well, thanks so much for um, joining me. It's been lots of fun, and hopefully we can sit down and do it again in the future sometime. You got it. Before we get into Ask Kelly questions, I want to once again remind you of the awesome deal that Charlie Soap is giving exclusively to the Fast Lane family listeners. Uh, so this is only for, for our listeners. You go to charliesoap.com. Uh, there's a banner ad up on the top of the website, and that's going to take you to their store. You can purchase the sampler pack. We've got that product code, too. It's 99901. Use the discount code Dell Jr. at checkout, and you get 15% off your purchase. I don't think that they even run many specials like this, so it's definitely a good opportunity to to take advantage of this because you're going to get your laundry powder, the laundry liquid, indoor-outdoor surface cleaner, and kitchen and bath. So So, test them out. Good product, great promotion, great products um, at charliesoap.com. Please check it out and and support this awesome supporter of Dirty Mare Radio. Remember, it's 15% off the sampler pack with your discount code Junior. So it's time for Ask Kelly. Um, this is where you can submit your questions on Twitter uh, using the hashtag Ask Kelly at my handle, Earnhardt Kelly. And Amanda, you can read the first question. All right. Our first one is from Twitter, at Jess15Knowles. What is your favorite memory from being at the racetrack as kids? We got to talk about this not too long ago with uh, NASCAR Illustrated. I, I, you know, I don't know. I really wasn't a kid, but for me, probably being at the Winston uh, when Dad won. Man, and I, yeah. I remember Brooks and Dunn. Were there and the you know eighty seven or oh the gosh blue car when him and Bill was running over each other well that was a great one yeah, yeah that running was over <laughs> that was that a good was one fun and scary at the same time I think this I was actually nineteen ninety because I was graduating high school and Brooks and Dunn were around they were in the back in the condo and going up there but this is where Dale's memory comes in better of kind of running around the racetrack and memories yeah. that he has <laughs> yeah you I went more than well I don't know we might have went the same amount but I don't know. <laughs> 
I just, as a girl, I just didn't. My favorite was my my favorite was Talladega. We'd go to Talladega, and I we had there was a go kart tracks around the tra- uh, around the area that we you know you pay to ride. And me and my friends would beg, beg, beg our dads for money, and we'd go spend all of it at the go kart track that night. And then during the race, we'd just run around the garage area, and as they as cars were falling out of the race, whether wrecking or blowing motors or whatever, we we could crawl all over these cars. You get right up on top of them. It's just so much fun. It's a lot. It's a lot different than it is today today it's a little more restrictive and a little more structured but back then you know there was just we we went wherever we wanted to go and we our dads didn't you know they were busy they didn't care what we were doing as long as we were there when it's time to go right (laughs) all right next question is from at b79 david i saw tackle grab was on the five car in iowa i know it has something to do with Earnhardt outdoors but what exactly is it so tackle grab is is an online subscription service where you can get fishing tackle and that those are becoming really popular they show up at your doorstep in a box and it could be items for your pet or there's a really popular one about makeup and things like that and it kind of takes the research and guesswork out of getting the best products right you sign up for this service they send you the best things each month in this case you know it's about fishing they are, uh, there's actually a, a new sweepstakes that Tackle Grab has going on. The Rods and Reels and Racing Sweepstakes. You get a, to win an all-expense paid trip to Homestead and meet Dell Jr. and Carrie and me. Awesome. <laughs> get to go fishing with Carrie. So um, that's really cool. You can find out more about that on their website at um, TackleGrab.com. So it's a, that's a cool little deal. You got a, you got your fishing boxes at your doorstep I'm yet? Going, I'm, I'm actually going to have to get me a new tackle box. Because you're getting a lot of stuff. Because I've got all kinds of tackle piling up <laughs> in my living room. We I want to know about your new sponsor for your... For Charlie Soap. Yep, what's Charlie Soap? So Charlie Soap is, they have a lot of different products. Detergent. It's homemade, right? It, it's all natural. All natural. Uh, green. Yeah. Help me understand. Somebody makes it, so it is homemade somewhere <laughs> in a factory. <laughs> but it's all natural. But it's is all it natural. Gluten it's free? green. It's green. Does that mean, is that no gluten? <laughs> yeah, there's no gluten in it, but it's not a food. So, gluten tastes yeah. good. Yeah. But, um, you know, all natural green products. They got laundry. So this is stuff you wouldn't know about because it's kitchen and bath cleaner, laundry detergent, indoor what? outdoor. I don't know about soap. It, they don't make body soap, no. so... What the Maybe I'll tell Amy about Charlie's soap that, Charlie? for laundry. And <laughs> Charlie needs to get on that. Yeah, I'll tell. I need some soap at the house. <laughs> so maybe that could be their next um, product invention is um, soap for Dell Jr. <laughs> Do we have more questions? <laughs> we, got one, we got one more question, and it is from at JRMFan88. Has Dale Jr. ever pulled any successful pranks on you? Ooh, okay, yeah. you get to answer this because I've been asked this question a gazillion times. You and can't I can't remember? Well, I can't remember, so don't embarrass me, but the Tahoe wasn't really a prank because when you gave me the Tahoe oh, for Chevy yeah, yeah. and all that, that wasn't really a prank. So I don't, what prank have you played on me that, can you remember one? Mm. I don't know. God, I used to do stuff to your, I used to do stuff to your car, to your, I'm, I'd get in your car and turn your rearview mirror upside down. and <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to do something to your bedroom every day that would make you scream. I used to hide things or. Yeah, I just got mad. Period. When you went in my room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> get out. Yeah, supposed um, to be in my room. Yeah, I don't think I was. I was. I don't much really of a prank, recall you too. I wasn't prankster. a prankster. Yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah. really a prankster. Yeah. I just want to know where my buddies at. Let's yeah. hang out. And have fun. We could rephrase the question: Has Dale Junior ever been super annoying to you on any occasion? And we could probably come up with some stories because those things are super annoying. Yeah. As kids, you can clear up one story that's not very prank oriented. Mike and I were talking about this. So, someone asked and remembered a story about me getting turned into HR here at um <laughs> Junior Motorsports. 
<laughs> Do you remember that? I we can't remember what we were arguing over, but you said you're not going to talk to the boss that way, and I'm turning you into HR, and I'm like, you know, oh whatever. yeah, you were said remember? a couple. You said a few cuss words to me, oh. and we were talking about them. <laughs> decision we were making or something and you said some cuss words and i said you're not gonna talk to me like that and i didn't and but you know to really get yeah. your attention i had to turn you into hr because yeah it's HR, probably in my file hr will handle those things get people around here straighten up that's just when sometimes we're talking brother sister or we're talking boss yeah. and employee that you know you that sometimes you forget well i think i you just learned a couple cuss words. i think i had just learned that week what he, what hr is ah you were just trying so to I was excited. Up. I was just excited to utilize our HR department once I figured out what they do. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really? Well, Watch you're, out! You're quite the comedian. Yep. Yeah. Now I got the HR in my pocket. Yeah. What does HR stand for? Human resources. <laughs> You've learned that now. It's time for final thoughts with Dell Junior. Each week, I ask my guest a few final thoughts. So I have a couple for you. Sweet or salty? Mm, sweet. Beach or mountain? Salt makes me bloated. <laughs> <laughs> right? Kind of like broccoli. Yeah. All right. So try not to eat too much salt because <laughs> you get bloated. And you do not want to be around mm-hmm. Bell Jr. when he's bloated. Uh-uh. <laughs> beach or mountains? Uh, The beach. Mount- we go to the mountains once a, w- once a winter, so I mean, I kind of like both, but they both have their their pluses. Well, if I said this weekend you could go to the beach or the mountains, where would you go? Um, In the summer, I'd go to the beach. <laughs> okay. Dogs or cats? You have both. Yeah, not a I, question. You know, I like cats because they keep uh, they only bring the mice in the house when Amy's around. He leaves them outside when Amy's not there. When Amy's there, he brings them to Amy, <laughs> right. which he, is awesome. I know, but you need to research that more because when cats leave I know. right by you, that means they love it you more. It doesn't matter. Amy doesn't like it. <laughs> which that's Even though Tux loves her more, she doesn't love him more. He likes yeah. me just yep. fine. Yep. Um, and Killer, you know, he just lays around. I forget he's there. Me like too. He just I left him in anything. my car one day bringing him to work. Okay. He now was you're so quiet. Really piss people off. I know. Well, he. I mean, I remembered within <laughs> seconds. I remembered within seconds because I opened up the door and he was sitting right there. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. I love Junebug, Amy's dog. Yeah. Amy had a cat. All right, and this cat ran away, and so I got Amy the Pomeranian Junebug. Yeah. And it. He's turned into the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Not literally, but you know, <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very. That's happy a about figure this of dog. speech. Yes. All right. He's awesome. Football or basketball? Uh, football. Hunting. I mean, I play basketball with my buddies, but I'm terrible at it. I do like the Bobcats, but I've been a huge Redskins fan, so definitely football. The Bobcats are now going to be the Hornets. Yes, the Hornets. Yeah. Hunting or fishing? Man. This could be a toss-up I mean, because you got to do tackle. I know. It's hard to do the oars. None of these are like, this is not positive and negative. All these are like the sim- same. I'll let my producer know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a boxer... Boxer brief question. This is like I know, like one man, of the you candy, like, one of the other. Do you, do you like, like red or orange? Do you like red or candy apple red or Maroon regular red? red? <laughs> I all like right. I take I like to hunt. Okay. I don't really enjoy fishing at all. It's kind of boring, like golf or baseball. But uh, I go uh, fishing sometimes with my boss Rick, just to try to make him happy, and uh, so he'll have a buddy come along. And uh, and we catch cobia, which is great to eat. Yeah, I felt that way about fishing too until I went trout fishing. And that was fun yeah. because you kind of walk around, walk downstream, and it's it's always you're always doing something instead yeah. of like lake fishing. I'm not yeah. a big lake fisher. Me either. Yeah, sport. Okay, see if this one works for you. Sports car or truck? Hmm. Truck. Kind of a being yeah. a guy, you know, from yeah. from this area. All right, I'll truck. scratch this last one and I'll make up my own. Beard or no beard? Beard. <laughs> See, that was an easy one for yeah. you to answer. God, that was easy. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> well, the the other question was straight or automatic. 
Straight drives are fun. A <laughs> lot, lot more to do. Automatics are good when you're wanting to be lazy. Yeah. And But, uh, yeah, I like a good straight drive. All right. Well, next time that we have you on, Fastlane Family, we'll try to clear up our final thoughts you so they can be more decisive. You allow the fans to tweet in these these A-B questions. Great idea. Maybe see Excellent if they, idea. they might like to know what All of my guests things. usually bring some sort of suggestion, so we, sh we appreciate that. There you go. That. Oh, yeah. good. I appreciate that. You need a box. Yeah, a suggestion box. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter, that'll be it. Yep. We'll start that, Amanda, okay? You got it. All, All right. right. Lots of fun. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week's Fast Lane Family presented by Charlie Soap. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. So today, Amanda, we were able to tell Dale Jr. more about Charlie Soap. Uh, we've been telling our listeners about the great product and everything that they offer. And uh, it was his suggestion to make some body soap, <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, we'll have to get them to think about that. But, you know, right now their products include their laundry powder, their laundry liquids, the indoor-outdoor cleaner, the kitchen and bath cleaner. They've got the pre-spray for stains, which mm -hmm. is, I use that in my house, uh, three kids, stains, happening all the time. So we, we've got the great opportunity for them to try out the special, and they can do that at charliesoap.com and use the code Junior. 15% off, guys. Go check it out.